0: Sabah al-khair, sabah al from Bethlehem on Radio Al-Hara. Here with Chef Qatan and today I'm taking you very far away, yet very close. We're going to Santiago in Chile to speak to Sofia Halabi. Sofia is a young Palestinian-Chilean chef who last year came to Palestine, wanting to find out about her culinary roots, her family roots. She spent three months here, it's more about the history of, of our food and the methods, some that they preserved in the diaspora and some that were were forgotten in the diaspora. Sabal khair, Sophia, and welcome on the show.
1: Good morning, Fadi. It's a pleasure to talk with you in this podcast. I'm very grateful uh, that you asked me to join you. Um, I'm Sofia. I'm 33. I'm Chilean-Palestinian. I love to cook. My grandmas, uh, both uh, with Palestinian roots, uh, taught me all I know. So I decided last year to uh, came to Palestine to know more about uh, Palestinian food because I know uh, how to cook a lot of things, a lot of dishes uh, that my grandmother taught me. But I wanted to know uh, how they make things there. I, I want to know like everything about palestinian food and how they use like some spices how they use the uh, laban how y- how you can do a lot of things that in chile we don't use it so much i learned also to do a lot of uh, things with dough like a i think it was the most uh, amazing experience in my life like being there for three months
0: Sophia, yes, your your generation is, is really this I feel this link is is really something you're looking for um between your Palestinian roots and your Chilean identity um, and your parents and grandparents' roots. I, I also realized speaking to you and to, to other friends in Chile or friends who came from Chile here that, that there's a lot of recipes that we lost in Palestine which were preserved in the diaspora. And In the Bethlehem area, a lot of people that travelled in the late 1800s, early 1900s to Latin America, to Chile specifically, um, retained old recipes which we lost. Can you tell me about knefa a bit?
1: In Chile, the situation here, it's a little bit like this. We have a lot of restaurants about Arab food, but there's no restaurant about Palestinian food all the Palestinian food that we cook in Chile, it's in our houses, like with our grandmas or my mother. Um, we can uh, eat like a classic food, Palestinian food in restaurants, like in McLube or Shish Barak, uh, those kind of dishes. So I think like my job, the, the job of my generation, it's, to continue these traditions like be proud of our roots and stay stay with these uh, traditions alive by cooking like cooking all these dishes that our grandmas uh, taught us and also uh, the things that I learned like in Palestine when I was last year uh, I think it's one of the ways to show in Chile more about Palestinian food. Uh, So it's our job to continue our traditions and to be proud of our roots. You know, it's funny because the only knafe that we know in Chile uh, until a few years ago was the knafe as uh, this dough uh, cut like a spaghetti with the uh, spice syrup with the uh, walnuts on top. That was the knafeh that I know since I was born, and only a few grandmas in Chile uh, cook cook it. And then, maybe five years, maybe seven years ago, uh, this bakery from Bajala uh, came to Chile and they started to do the knafeh from Nablus. And uh, that was the first time that I tried uh, this Knaffe with this cheese. And then when I came to Palestine, I tried it a lot. It's amazing, but it's really different uh, than the one that we know. Uh, this is a recipe that was lost in between like, when our grandparents came to chile and only grandma started to do this dessert and now it's lost in bethlehem nobody does it Uh, this recipe is in between uh, in between the diaspora it's lost in space something like that it's it's funny because we know some recipes here in chile that may be in palestine now they they are lost i love the two kind of knafe but uh, i grew up with the original knafe known uh, in bethlehem uh, with the syrup and the walnuts on top and you you eat it like a worm i can't decide which is my favorite
0: you don't have to choose both knafe's are fantastic it's true, this this knefa with, with the noodles and the uh, walnuts and the cinnamon syrup is, is something I remember my grandparents doing, um, and, and that has been lost here. When you were in Palestine, was there one dish that you didn't know in Chile, which is very Palestinian, and, and if so, what was that dish? Tell me about it, because I think there's also dishes that... Did not travel with the diaspora and they stayed here. They, they were not done when people arrived in Chile, maybe because of the availability of certain products, maybe because of the, the, the techniques. So, is there one dish that's emblematic that you found here that you didn't know in Chile?
1: Despite the fact that um, Sachan is like the most, uh, is the national dish in Palestine. Uh, in Chile we don't cook it, like I I knew that dish, that dish in Palestine. My grandma never cooked it, my mother never cook it. Uh, I think like this dish, I don't know uh, why in Chile we don't make it and in Palestine it's like the most popular dish. This dish, I learned it and now I cook it here in Chile. and my friends and my family, now they told me like, they tell me, Sofia, this is the best dish ever. I uh, please cook it for me like always, because it's so good. The flavors are so simple and so good at the same time. And I don't know why in Chile, we don't cook it.
0: Well, I promise you one of the next um, episodes We'll, we'll give them sachan recipe. Um, it, it's an easy to do dish. It's fantastic. I think maybe people did not travel with them sachan because sumac was not available when they first arrived and olive oil maybe because the, the two main components that give flavor to this dish are the olive oil and the sumac. But we'll talk about this in in another episode where, where we'll give the recipe of Sachan. Now I know you you since you've been back you've been very active in trying to promote Palestinian food. We had long discussions here about the difference between cocina arabe and cocina Palestina, and you you were you were very conscious. I think you even had a, a website or a domain at the time that was cocina which was uh, there, and and you 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 were already planning this, but we, we talked a lot about it because it's something I, I feel we we as Palestinians uh, wherever we went um, we did not promote our cuisine first we called our cuisine Middle Eastern cuisine um, maybe we were not comfortable with using the word Palestine and I think today things are changing and I think in Chile you're the first to change this to to say no you're doing cocina Palestina you're you're actually your, your business is called Cocina Palestina. So you're being um, a bit of an example in, in food. I think there's other examples in, in music, in, in arts. Um, somebody like our friends from the Diaspora Trio, for example, have, have regained, with the help of, of Elizabeth Cassis, um have regained the 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 strength of Palestinian music. they They were here on a tour. They worked with Palestinian musicians. They've gone back to Chile. They're editing their music. they' they're diffusing music, which is Palestinian, and I think that's fantastic. Um, can you tell me a bit about like this, this whole perception of of the roots of of where do we stand with our roots in in Chile? How are people living this today?
1: I feel, and I know. That I made a big impact here in Chile uh, with my, my 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 trip. A lot of people like, started to ask me for recipes, and and they started to saw my Instagram stories, and they wanted to know more about Palestinian food. A lot of people here in Chile only knows like the mash mash mashy, uh, kusa, malfuf. But that's all. Maybe uh, we cook marmahon, maftul, but our grandmas. So when I went to Palestine and then I came back, a lot of people, they started to use hashtag Cocina Palestina, hashtag Palestinian food and all that. So I think I made a big impact here uh, in Chile to all the community and people not Palestinians also want to know a lot about our culture it was a window for me to show to the world Palestinian food so I feel like it's my job it's the job of our our generation like some people go to Palestine and connect with other things not food maybe with political things maybe with some some other things I connect with food and food is my passion you know and it's my only way to show people like uh, how palestinians are like we are a big group of people around the world searching how to reconnect with our roots how to show the world uh, that we exist and we are going to continue uh, showing our recipes showing our culture uh, in this way. Maybe some other people can do it, uh, maybe writing, maybe, I don't know, a little bit uh, of that. I think that's the best thing about our generation, uh, like how they want to reconnect with their roots, with their heritage, with the, the things that our fathers and our grandmothers like left behind. So the the diaspora, the Palestinian diaspora, it's so big and it's our job to keep it alive, to keep Palestinian traditions alive.
0: It it was great to hear this 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 very positive attitude you have and, and this really this this thirst to want to reconnect with Palestine and to want to promote Palestinian food. And I think there's a lot of Palestinians that cook across the world and I think all these Palestinians can can promote in their own culture, in their own vision of things, in their own interpretations our cuisine. Sophia, thank you for being with us. It's it's really a pleasure to speak to you. And I, I wish you all the best of luck in Chile and we'll see you very soon. I hope um, you'll come back to Palestine very soon.
1: Thank you, Fadi, so much for the invitation. It's my pleasure always talk to you, talk to you about food. I'm happy because uh, talk about Palestinian food, it will be always be a pleasure. I hope that uh, this virus this coronavirus uh, ends I would love to to go again and stay a lot a lot of time doing research eating cooking all of that it was so good to came uh, last year because I met you and I met a lot of people that uh, were so important in in this trip and they were <clears throat> so important because what I'm doing right now here in Chile, it's all because because what I did in Palestine, because because I met you, because I met other people, you know, so this trip changed my life in a good way to connect with my roots. I've been all, I've been cooking Palestinian food, but in my way, and now I can cook it the real way. So I'm very grateful for this experience. To Grand Fadi, a lot. I hope I can see you again sooner than later. Goodbye.
0: I do hope that everybody is safe, that everybody is well, and and that after all of this epidemic is over safely, I hope, for, for everybody, um, you'll come back and you'll come back and, and we'll work more together and you'll travel across the West Bank and in and, and Jerusalem, inshallah, Gaza, and, and you'll you'll be able to see a lot of different Palestinian things. You know, if you're in Jaffa or Nazareth or Akka or Jerusalem, wherever you are within palestine you you will have very different tastes and flavors thank you for listening sabah khair sabah yasmin from palestine and we'll talk tomorrow with a recipe stay safe stay home and keep on cooking